Ladies and gentlemen, you are right on time for episode 109 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, real quick notice, the Sovereign Soundboard is on vacation. Uh, he got one of his family members to come through and help us out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, introducing to the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast family, the Spooky Soundboard. Yes, sir. You know, I had to do it. It's October. It, you know, it, it's, it's Halloween coming up. Y'all know what it is. So for the month of October, we got the spooky soundboard with us. Sovereign soundboard is on vacation. And then, you know, for December, he might go on vacation again. You know, he got one of his other, you know, holiday cousins with him. But we'll, we'll see about that. We got to work some stuff out with the paperwork and everything. Uh, as always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and others. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review, five stars preferably. Links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Uh, I said it's the month of October, right? So uh, as you know, the month of October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You know we got those Black Lives Matter NWO style tees, uh, but maybe you didn't know because uh, we've had them for the last year or so. Uh, we got them in pink breast cancer awareness styles. So go ahead and cop yours during the month of October. Wear yours during the month of October. Uh, a lot of important women uh, in my life, a lot of teachers of mine, not a lot of teachers, maybe like a handful of my teachers uh, are breast cancer survivors and uh, I learned a lot from them. They were actually good teachers. So it's uh, more of a reason for me to want to champion for the cause, yo. So proceeds from the sales of these shirts are uh, deposited into that same fund taken and uh, you know distributed to legitimate charities. Sorry, Susie, but legitimate charities uh, benefiting breast cancer awareness so sorry, Susie. We can't rock with you, bro. I heard some things. I'm not sorry. I, I heard some things, man. I heard, I heard she was out here, you know, doing dirt. So, allegedly. You know, I don't, I don't want nobody to come at me. Allegedly, she out here doing dirt. So, can't rock with her. But I know some, some you know, more down-to-earth girls out there that I would like to spend this bread on. Facts. Yes, Head over to that link tree at ykwrestling.com. The one that says, what a maneuver. Got those shirts on there for you. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, join in our conversation on social media with the hashtag YKWpod. I am the thespian TC Fontaine here with Ravishing Reek Rude. How you doing, bro? Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. Busted again? Nah, listen. <laughs> I, 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 I swear, I swear, I'm about to be done after this. Like, 
how the, the, the surest bets I had on my board today was the New York teams because I'm like, in my heart, I know they're going to lose. And now I just got to worry about everything else. Everything else hit but them. Like the one day, the one day I need New York to stick with the status quo and just shit the bed. They don't want to do it. Even when they lose, New York team still letting you down. That is crazy. I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. It's like, I mean, even when they win, I'm sorry. They let you down when they lose, let you down when they win. It's it's, it's a loss either way. So yeah. At it's, least this week I could have been legitimately happy about them losing. Something in that water. Like, what is it where New York team's just not really that successful? Like, every now and again, they, they win something. But every – for the most part, every year, like, even the Yankees just – they don't have it no more. So it's, it's something about those New York squads. Hey, we're gonna see. We're gonna see because they 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 just they just made it in the postseason. Yeah, I've seen we're it. We're gonna see. Seen that they made a wild card today. So yeah. yeah, we'll see, man. Uh what you been watching wrestling wise? I ain't really watched nothing this past week. So I just the other day I saw Broken Skull Sessions with Seth. That was good. I can't get past uh, 30 minutes. Like every time I get to the 30 minute mark, <laughs> and he he talking about like uh training at uh, Ring of Honor or, or when he was about to get signed to TNA. Every time I get to that part, I gotta turn it off. <laughs> like so I can't I'm gonna try to finish it soon. I don't know what else happened. I've I've been really eager to hear what he said about the shield. So um let us in on that. It wasn't nothing crazy, honestly. It was just, you know, the, the, the story that most people told, like it was just, you know, a, a concept that, you know, they, they came up with that was supposed to be with, you know, working with Punk. And then they just, you know, had a good run. They all went their ways. And he actually, I'm, I'm trying to think who he made the comparison to. Um, oh, I think he said it, it, was, it was like they're all, it's like that they're, they're, they're the horsemen, but they're all flair, which mm. I, I kind of, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, remains to be seen. I mean, I, I, I get I get where he's coming from. Like, that's yeah. the potentials there. But initially, I was like, huh? What? All y'all flair? I mean, they all, I, I see, like, they all world champs. They I all, mean, you know, left, left the marker, you know. I would say, like, I, I think, like, it would make more sense to be said like they the NWO. Everybody was Hogan. Yeah, because yeah. I think that would make more sense. Like, right? Because it no, you know, no offense to, to Nash and Hall. Like they're great in their own, you know, caliber. But Hogan is like, you know, he took them over the edge. Uh, Horsemen, like I don't think you can really say the same of the Andersons and Tully Blanchard. And uh, he who shall not be named, and Steve McMongo, uh, McMichael, all those guys. Like, yeah, I wouldn't really compare it to the horseman, I'll compare it to like the, the very first iteration of the NWO, maybe. yeah, yeah, that, that, they both took over, like, they literally took over everything, both groups. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to see that. And since we're talking about them, I need Roman on Broken Skull Sessions, just like. Survivor Series, after Survivor Series, that's when I need Roman in there. Facts. 
cut that check, Steve. Whoever cut the checks on these, I don't know. Yeah, I need to. I need him to go talk about everything. Growing up with his family, you know, touch a, you know, I, I don't think Roman has been like really talked about his cancer since he's been back. So I think that would be a, a good place for him to do that if he feels so inclined to. We don't have to. Never have to yeah. disclose your medical history, but nah. If you want to, I think that would be a good spot for, for folks to be able to hear it, you know, straight from his mouth. Yeah. yeah but so so Seth Seth was really hot about that that cell match. Oh yeah, he said they said I'll just stare at Vince and Vince, <laughs> Vince was shook. <laughs> he said Vince walked away. Oh. <laughs> he went, no smoke that night because he knew it was up. God damn it, pal. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I need to, I need to check that out. Also, did not watch Dark Side of the Ring either, and I'm, I'm in the middle of watching Dynamite. Uh, I've been very busy this weekend uh, versus pro wrestling. We were at the Vegas Unicon. That was a fun weekend. Uh, saw Coca Banner for the second time. Coca Banner made his debut at Versus. Took the L too. That, that shot me. I, I did not see that coming. So that was fun. That was a fun uh, little situation. I met uh met Kevin Nash again. Uh, I met Jake the Snake Roberts. He was there chilling. Uh, Victoria was there. But then I don't know. I was Victoria was intimidating to me. I felt like she wasn't gonna be friendly, so I didn't go up to her and say nothing. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? This, this is one of my favorite wrestlers from when I was a kid. I would rather just, you know, keep it there. Like, I, I don't want to have any unpleasant experiences and then just ruin that, everything. They don't, don't want to have that don't meet your heroes moment. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, I did not meet my one of my heroes. Uh, and I'm not really ashamed of it. I think I can, I can live with that. Yeah. I feel like, but like, I feel like she... She she tagged us in something on Twitter uh, or Instagram rather, like our old page, RIP. Uh, she tagged us in something on there back when we had that. So maybe she is friendly, and maybe it's just like she looked mean. She always looked like you know she fuck you up, right? So maybe it's just that she probably nice as hell. I don't know. Uh, man, he he yeah he was cool. He was real cool. Um. Saw Willie Mack, Chris Bay, they was there doing a, it, they had a whole impact table. They had like, and this, this is really the most impact wrestling thing ever. Uh, Cause I know nobody else watches impact. So let me catch y'all up on this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so y'all know Rhino and Heath got history. First ever SmackDown tag champs. Like uh, when Heath came into impact last year, he was partnered up with Rhino. Uh, however, for the last you know, pretty much most of the last year, Rhino has been with Eric Young's group, you know, on some dastardly hill shit. Uh, but then Heath just came back this past Thursday and was trying to, like, you know, recruit Rhino back to the good side. And uh, it's a lot of conflict. And that story is building. However, Rhino and Heath was at this convention just buddied up like crazy. So fuck kayfabe outside of television. But yeah, it was fun, man. Um, Only thing I remember about Rhino and he, Sleep, uh, Sleep, uh, Heat, <laughs> was that damn um, 
Rhino with that damn cheese whiz and crackers. Bro. Every time you've seen them backstage. That's why he was built like that. Oh, he not, okay. he not big, he not built like that no more. He he got rid of all that. <laughs> this, this boy was round. This nigga eating For cheese whiz real. every day. That's what I'm saying. That, that 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 that's why his gore hit the worst. Cause this is what the size of that man, the way he was built. Like you get hit by that, you ain't getting up. Oh no. I always remember he's gored Chris Jericho through that set. Like that's probably the oh, most memorable. Man. Moment in his career, probably. Probably, yeah. I know one of them dudes he has got a, a weird career. Like, he a legend, but, like, at what cost? Because I feel like folks don't really talk about it. I think I think there needs to be a Rhino appreciation. Somebody need to – maybe I'll do it. I'll, I'll go through Rhino's history. ECW, that's where his shit was really was at. I think that's ECW and then like early TNA. Yeah. Was really his peaks. And because of that, nobody talks about it. ECW went bankrupt. TNA is TNA. So we, we don't talk about that. So like he, he has some flashes in WWE. I don't know where else he's been at, but yeah, shout out to Rhino. It was all brief. Yeah, big shout out to Rhino. Uh, did you watch Dark Side of the Ring? This week, no. I got it. Uh, I recorded it too, but I never yeah. got into watching it yet. Yeah, my Dark was, Side uh, of the Ring been set for the last. They was, they was talking about the the death, the exploding death matches or whatever, or some shit like that in Japan. They had some real explosions in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, was that shit that they was doing? Uh, Sparkless, bro. Spark sparkless. Oh, they never gonna let that down. I don't care how long, no. how successful AW get, they are never getting that down ever. No, that and that shit. I know it was embarrassing because that shit happens, and then all of a sudden they just bringing in all these niggas. Like we gotta do something about this. Let's get Punk. Let's get let's get Damson. Let's get Cole. Let's get Ruby. Let's get. All these motherfuckers let's get Tommy in. Let's possibly get Bray. It was going to get Ric Flair. So that uh that death match really had them on their heels, bro. Oh man. <laughs> the thing is, it wasn't even so much the 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 bad attempt at an explosion. It's the fact that Eddie Kingston sold it like he was in a real explosion. Like death. Like, yeah, bro. And then oh, try to man. say I have PTSD from the streets, B. Like, Stop, no, bro. What? Stop. What's? What? What explosions were you in during out in the street, bro? Come on, stop it. Stop all. It's crazy, it. man. Uh, let's let's move on to the draft, the 2021 draft. Um, I can't remember if I said it last week, but when I was doing my my notes, I was doing my hot takes. I think I said Bianca to Raw. But then I changed it. I don't remember, but I changed it. I said uh, Ford, Montez Ford to Monday Night Raw, or Street Profits getting broken up to wherever show. Um, you got a hot take this week for the second half of this draft before we read these results? I was going to say, before what happened on Raw, I was going to say Lashley might go to SmackDown, but uh, business is booming again. So, yeah. I don't know. 
don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think so either. But I do at the same time. I think it's, it's going to go crazy. I just I don't I don't want Lashley and Drew together. So you know what? I'm going to read uh, these results off real quick. We can discuss them. Uh, to Monday Night Raw, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the WWE Champion Big E, Bianca Belair, the hell, Bianca Belair, uh, RK Bro, Edge, Nikki A.S.H., and Keith Lee, Dominic and Rey Mysterio, and Austin Theory uh, from NXT uh, in the supplemental uh, draft that took place on Talking Smack uh, to Monday Night Raw, Kira Tozawa, Alpha Academy, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz, Do Drop, Drake Maverick, John Morrison, Nia Jax, R Truth, Reggie, T Bar, and Zelina Vega. God damn, that's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was cool. Uh to SmackDown, Roman Reigns, of course, number one draft pick. Number one, we the ones. So to see the back of Roman shirt, we the ones, number one draft pick. Uh Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Went over SmackDown, so that should be interesting. Drew McIntyre, The New Day, Happy Corbin, and Riddick Moss. We're going to talk about Riddick Moss here in a second. Uh, <laughs> hit Row uh, from NXT going to SmackDown. It's fire. Uh, Isaiah Suarez Scott cool. still North American champion in NXT, so they got to figure that out. Uh, Naomi went to SmackDown, much to Sonya Deville's chagrin. Uh, and then Jeff Hardy went to SmackDown. Karen DeVille. Karen DeVille. Uh, in the supplemental draft, uh, we got Aaliyah from NXT. Put her with Carmella immediately. Uh, Drew Gulak going to SmackDown. Mansoor and Mustafa Ali also going to SmackDown. Good. They need to stay together. They ain't doing shit else. Uh, Tony Storm uh, stays on SmackDown. And also Mace. Mace, you know ain't nothing but my limp. Yeah, that's SmackDown. That's the that's the first half of the draft. For the second half of the draft, I'm going to guess that Becky Lynch is drafted back to SmackDown, and her and Charlotte Flair are both on SmackDown as a champion because WWE likes to do complicated shit, and it's I'm just interested to see how they would uh, you know get out of that entanglement. So, should be interesting. I I I just want to know. How are we doing this 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 situation with the belts? Because if you're gonna have Charlotte and Becky on SmackDown, somebody got to get that title back. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I got to figure unless unless you're telling us that they're gonna go to Saudi. Becky gonna Becky Bianca gonna win the belt back, take it to Raw, and that'll be the Raw Women's Title. Charlotte will keep it, and that'll be the SmackDown Women's Title. You know, so add Charlotte to the and, triple threat? No, no, no. Um, I get if Bianca will win it and she gets drafted to Raw, then they do like one of those. Okay, well, she's got she's on Raw, so she she got the title that's mm-hmm. going to be for there, yeah. and Charlotte will get the one for SmackDown. Basically, what the Street Profits the New Day did. Just in oh, a different yeah. scenario, but that's less, that's complicated. Uh, a lot less civil. It'd be a lot oh, less oh, civil. Yeah, yeah, that's that's going that's going to require some security. <laughs> I don't even know about security. I just think Charlotte Flair is going to be a bitch. 
about it because that's what she do. She the queen. Speaking of queens, I, I, did, I wanted to see oh, that matchup oh, yeah. though. Like that, that's the, that's the only reason I didn't I didn't like that Bianca got moved to Raw because I wanted to see her and Charlotte run the ones. At least didn't, didn't they didn't they face off last year? I want to say before Mania, like in the Rumble, maybe. Well, I thought they had a singles situation. I might be tripping. Is, you remember when Charlotte was on NXT after she won the Rumble? Right, right, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did they have an actual match? They did something. I don't know. I don't remember if they had a match or not, but they did something. They had like a segment or. I remember they had a promo. He's like, you don't even go here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I don't um, remember if they had I did. a match. Though. I don't know if they had a match. I, I'm too lazy to, to look it up right now. You know, I'll be looking it up. I don't feel like it. Uh, I think the only reason I don't feel like looking because I'm pretty sure they didn't. So I'm just confident yeah. enough in that. Uh, but yeah, we had Crown Jewel. Uh, we got uh, Bianca, Becky, and Sasha. That's, that's, that's going to be fine. Uh, in Saudi Arabia. And I think we we starting to get to that point. You remember like we, we started having women's main events and it was such a big deal. And then now women main event all the time. It ain't a big deal. And then we had women main event pay-per-views. It was a big deal. And now it's not a big deal anymore. And then women started being half of the card evenly with the men on pay-per-views. And then now that's not even a big deal. And now I think we getting into that territory where women performing in Saudi Arabia is just not a big deal. In fact, we having two women's matches at Saudi Arabia this year. Uh, we having the Queens Crown Tournament. Uh, the women finally get their Queen of the Ring. It's about time. Uh, and the King of the Ring is announced too. So maybe Shinsuke Nakamura can like officially win a tournament if he wants to go around calling himself King. Because after the King of the Ring tournament, ain't hey, ain't ain't none of that King stuff no more. You're gonna have to give up that that title to somebody. You're not even an official title holder. Pretty sure the title's gone already. So, hey, who who's your pick to win King and Queen? Oh, uh, easily King. Got to give it to Woods because yeah. that that that's that's just been a foregone conclusion at this point. We have just been waiting for them to announce it. Uh, Queen, honestly, this this is what I want. I want to see Shayna win it and Queen's put the face. the jump. Hit the jump start button on that push that they already getting ready to start with her breaking elbows out here. Like that needs to be the that need to be the rocket. So you start there and you keep it going. Yeah, I got Woods and uh I feel like they would they would give it to Liv. But now that you mention it, I I need Shayna. You do Shayna and Liv in the finals. You really want to do that. I'd be down with it. I would fuck Liv up. Cause Liv, yeah, Liv that gives Liv some sympathy, you know. Right, she she wouldn't she wouldn't take nothing bad in a loss because if she makes it all the way to that point, then there's a journey there, and she, yeah. she just come, came up a little bit short, but then she still garners that that like you said that sympathy, and that that's more backing for her when she gets back onto whichever show if she gets she stays on SmackDown or she goes to Raw whichever. Because if it was smarter body, Liv should probably be penciled in to win the Rumble. <laughs> Like, I, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun or anything, but she can win the Rumble. 
And I don't think nobody would be opposed. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Tournament starts on Friday on SmackDown. So that should be fun. Yeah, but but give us what we want, Xavier Woods. Yeah. That's a if I if I see him lose one qualifying match or whatever, I might actually start a riot and a rant at the same <laughs> oh, time. Oh yeah. Rant rants coming back. We ain't had no good rants in a while, but the rants are gonna come back. Oh yeah. In due time. If that, that happened, absolutely. Like this week, this week you wasn't not, not a lot of rants. The stuff was just going on that was just like catching me off guard, like or or just making me laugh, like you know Fredo Heyman and Arn with the Glock stuff. Oh, right, we we gonna talk about all that. <laughs> let's, let's let's get into talk about the shows from this past week. Uh, I want to start it off with NXT 2.0. Uh, we had ladies night. Yeah, ladies night. So in the opening matchup. We had uh, Electra Lopez versus B Fab. It feels so good. Yeah, man. So we just gonna talk about the wrestling before we get off track. Uh, I've seen people complaining about one. One, this was a no disqualification match. The reason why it was a no disqualification match, we had we, theoretically we got two rookies here. You know, this is probably both of them is maybe like, I think Electra Lopez third month on TV is B-Fab's like fifth month on TV. I think it's probably both of them is like second or third match on TV that I could think of. So I don't know what y'all expected between two rookies, but it was good for what it was between two rookies. It was a no disqualification match because they're green and they did a pretty decent job. It's a developmental show. It's a development show. It is not a polished show. This is what you should have expected. Talking about they ungrateful taking off TV forever. What? Y'all ungrateful some bitches. Don't you ever, don't you ever, ever, ever in your life criticize that Latina goddess and that black queen getting in the ring together for any reason whatsoever, okay? You sit back and you enjoy it and you shut your mouth, okay? There was nothing wrong with that whatsoever at all. That is the place where you go to get better. That's what they went out there to do. And they had a good match. And it was just good to watch. It was just beautiful. Look how thick that is. Look how thick that is. Stop being ungrateful. Stop being yeah. ungrateful. I don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. There is no negativity. I will not hear negativity or slander when Electra Lopez is on my TV screen. I will not hear it. No. Same goes for B-Fat too. Yeah, same hit row too. I know y'all, y'all, y'all be trying to, y'all can't hide it. The racism just leaks out whatever hit row on my TV. I don't understand. How is it the most captivating faction on TV going up to the main roster is a bad thing? Explain that to me. I need I need all the answers. <laughs> Logically. Logically. They, listen, at this point, it's going to have to be that. You're going to have to come out and just say it. That, that's what it is. Because other, otherwise, I need to hear a logical reason. Like, talking about, you, you, we, we, we're not going to keep talking being, about they can't relate to them. So they're they not good. I mean, I couldn't fucking relate to uh, James Storm. But I like James Storm. 
fucking beer drinking redneck country ass dude. Oh. But I liked them. I couldn't fucking relate to Caden Murdoch at all, but they won championships on my TV over the black team, by the way. Uh, yeah. Let, let us have something, god damn it. Cade was out here lying, too. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was, that was in the back of my mind, and it almost came out of my mouth, but I kept it. So I'm just going to move on. <laughs> And how you gonna complain talking about we never got on WrestleMania? Oh, we had the titles like three WrestleManias and we never got on the card. My man, you had it twice and it was never around WrestleMania season ever. So stop it. Stop it. This is this this is this is your NWA world champion, too, by the way. Which that that I don't understand at all. <laughs> the bro, all right. The only reason this man <laughs> won that belt. Is because that is Harley Race's trainee. This is the only reason, bro. Oh, that's that's a te- no. That is the only reason. This what this what we doing now, man. Nepotism now. is the <laughs> is the reason. You took, uh, you took it off Nick Aldis to, just to give it to just because just because it's Harley Race's guy. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about NXT two some more. Uh, oh. We had the Index Honeymoon. And uh, I know who was responsible for them vignettes. DX be wilded. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> we had Bruce be wilded. DX be wilded. This man had an unlimited supply of condoms. This man Just... bought out. <laughs> this man bought out Rite Aid's whole supply, bro. I ain't oh. never seen a sleeve that long. And look, it, it, it looked Johnny dead in his eyes, and was like. Yeah, <laughs> and like <laughs> the thing is, I saw the I saw the clip before I saw the actual segment because like I, I was watching NXT, I fell asleep watching NXT, and like I think when, whenever MSK came out, that's all I remember. I was fucking tired, so like I woke up, I saw this a GIF, a Dexter, it is with a bunch of condoms. I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, DXB Wilder. This show Man. is 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 not what I was expecting it to be. Like this is the least kid friendly show in WWE's repertoire. They be oh, cussing God. on here. You see, you see <laughs> Seth. Yeah. You see Seth yeah. on Twitter. Seth was like, uh, "Oh, we can say shit now. Cool." Wow. <laughs> uh, so Seth, good, uh, Seth did a lot more than say shit this week. We gonna talk about that in a second, but the dude, um, Andre Chase. Yeah, sitting up here dropping f bombs. They they yeah. burning it out, but he he a little little film session and just f out like that's crazy, bro. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Andre Chase, I was gonna ask who your favorite new character on NXT is. I think Andre Chase is my favorite character, aside from Braun Breaker. See, I I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna give I'm give a special shout out to Braun Breaker because. That dude is a perfect hybrid. Like he 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 got it. But I'm I'm sticking with Melo. It's, it's in due time. This man is gonna yeah. main event WrestleMania one day. I think we probably. all know that. Yeah. Like I think like that's clear. That's probably the most clarity I've had on a wrestler in some time. I mean it's camera going. <laughs> yeah, no, like that that's that's you can't stop it at this point. It's it's gonna happen. But um 
Nah, I'm I'm sticking with Melo because like I like him and Trey too. That's yeah. they, and they they fall in line with what I was saying about hit row earlier. It's just like that that racism be leaking out with him and Trick on the screen. I don't understand what these guys are saying. It ain't for you to understand, bro. Just, just, just tell us what it really is, man. Just tell us. Y'all, y'all be y'all be speaking out of turn. I'm I'm a I got something else to say about y'all speaking out of turn later on too. But y'all be speaking out of turn, man. So let's let's, let's chill it. Uh, one more thing about Andre Chase, I really like him. Put him with Drew Gulak at some point in the future. I think they both can work together. Um, I didn't, I didn't even think of that. And uh, also, that, uh, yeah, well, go ahead. He he because de- he definitely do kind of remind me of Drew a little bit. Yeah, like well, Drew, what Drew was doing in two hundred five live when that first started, kind of in that same boat with with the, with the presentations and shit. Yeah, the powerpoints. Yeah. <laughs> I like those powerpoints too. I used to get mad when he couldn't finish them. I was like, I, I really was interested in what the next slide was. Right. I always hoped they would like post post them online or something. They never did it. Uh, also on NXT, I, I just want to say this: I wasn't sold on it earlier in the night during their initial interaction, by the end of the episode, I was sold on it. Mandy Rose needs to be NXT champion before the month is over with. Cause like, like I said, I wasn't sold on that first when, when she walked up to Raquel and was basically like indicated, I'm coming for that shit. I was just like, Mandy's NXT champion. Mm. But seeing her with the belt, I was like, yeah. Because this was my thing. I'm like, if her and Frankie is close enough to show, I'm like, y'all not going to tell me that y'all going to take the belt off for Kelly to get for Frankie. If you take it off for anyone, it got to be Kaylee Ray. But then, like you said, they came out, you know what I'm saying? They beat up Frankie. They pull up on Raquel. And she's just standing there. And I'm just like, hmm, something about this look right. And I never said that about Mandy before, ever. But something about this look right. Like we 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 gotta we gotta see where this go now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because we we know. Listen, Raquel Raquel just about done. Like she done ran through everybody at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they got they got you know more coming in. You know, from NXT stuff like that. But she put her time in. She done been through it. But her it wasn't, it wasn't shocking me to hear Raquel's name called tomorrow night. Yeah, like her and EO at this point, it could be any day. So. I mean, if, if we go if we gonna move it forward, Mandy is not a bad choice at this point. I'm not I'm not gonna be mad at that whatsoever. We don't gotta rush Kaylee Ray. Like she could take her time. She got plenty of names to run through. So yeah. I'm good with that. So I, I yeah, I like that. I need that. Uh Raw, Monday Night Raw. Uh we, we got the big meaty men slapping meat remix. <laughs> big E, Bobby Lashley in the cage. And it was just as good as you thought it was gonna be. Listen, this is booming again too. So I tell you, the whole show, and I, I posted this, and it, it is like it went viral. Kente Claw Vince was on some shit on oh. Monday night, <laughs> Yo, even with the draft. Started, like, bro, started the night off. Lashley and Biggie hurt business back. Because mm-hmm. I know Vince was the one that pulled the plug, and now he said, you know what? Y'all was right. Bring it back. Y'all do y'all thing. Oh, God damn it, pal. Keith Lee back. Yeah. Ian Lashley had the steel cage. Like, mm. yeah. Reggie and Ricochet oh. had a match, too. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what? 
I we, like it. Two two of the first two of the first three matches on Raw were championship matches between black dudes. Feel how you want to feel about the 24-7 championship. It fits my narrative I'm trying to push right now. So that is a, a, a prestigious championship as far as I'm concerned. Because a black man held it 50 something times. At least. You got another black man is just an unstoppable force as 24-7 champion. Can't nobody get him. Yeah. He might he might mess around and have the longest reign. So yeah, like thanks. can't lose. And then uh, we had a Spider-Man point me match between Karrion Cross and Jackson Riker on this show, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Also, we had Charlie Flair do drop. That was fun. Uh, but I, I want to talk about Keith Lee real quick. Uh, debut uh, on television is Bearcat nickname, a tribute to Bearcat Wright's uh, former world champion. Uh, he's also black. He's a legend. Uh, he's not, you know, he's no longer living with us, but he is a legend. And I want y'all to read up on your history. I could talk about black cat, Bearcat Wright, goddammit. Uh, Bearcat Wright all day. But I want y'all to read up on it because I've seen a lot of y'all of the transparent persuasion speaking out of turn about this nickname. Y'all got to chill. Yo, stop stop speaking out of turn, yo. Y'all, y'all know when you're speaking out of turn. So just stop doing it. I'm not I'm not even gonna tell y'all when y'all speaking out of turn. I'm gonna just shit on you. If and I the see thing it. is, the thing is too, it's not even a new thing. Like it, it's been it's been discussed and he's been using that name and all everyone talks about the dark matches. Have anyone that noticed that his name has been Bearcat during those dark matches? Mm-hmm. Like, this is not a new thing. It's been in the works ever since they started talking about repackaging him and looking at him as a heel, stuff like that. It's been part of it all. So, like, don't act brand new now. This has been it's been the deal. Y'all know what it is. Yeah. That's all I got to say, man, because y'all... <sighs> y'all going to turn me militant. Like it's the Mac militant. Roddy Mac followed us on Twitter today. So don't let me get Roddy Mac out here. Oh no. <laughs> I, I post I posted on Twitter. I need I need somebody to do the, the Roddy Mac and Teddy Long gimmick. Oh. Like it's 2021. I think it's an appropriate time to bring that gimmick back. Oof. With the white boy challenge too. That'll complete with the white boy challenge. You got Keith Lee play the role of Rodney. Oh man, <laughs> that'd be some reckoning. I need that'd that. Some shit. I wouldn't even be mad either. Do it with somebody. Have Malcolm Bivens be Teddy Long. <laughs> Malcolm Bivens. That's another reason why. NXT you see that video of Malcolm Bivens in a uh, Lash Legend? Yeah. <laughs> Grande as hell. <laughs> Yo. But nah, when I when oh, I seen cool. when I seen that man and, and the two bottles of Ciroc in a in a photo With that Roddy. got posted, they got posted on NXT's Twitter. I'm like, Yo. I, real quick, I forgot to talk about Lash Legend on NXT. This is this is a we got a Wendy Williams gimmick. I think that's my favorite <laughs> character on NXT. 
that that that's basically yeah, pretty much. It's literally, it's literally I, Wendy Williams. I never thought I'd see it. At least, at least not like it's not a fed. Nah, like <laughs> uh, like Ring of Honor or some shit, maybe. But yeah, uh, that was Monday Night Raw. That's all I gotta say about Raw. Uh, let's oh, move on. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. go ahead, go ahead. I, I I've been talking about this for weeks, but this just put another stamp on it. They continue to put the rocket on Damian Priest back because him and Sheamus had another slapper. And I mean that literally because Sheamus went out and got all of the skin slapped off of his back. Man. Priest too. But they, they put on another banger. It was fire. And they putting this dude over like crazy right now. I love to see it. Cause you know, I, I I was skeptical when they called him up so soon. I'm like, oh man, he's gonna get lost in the shuffle too. That's not happening. They taking this dude and running with him. That they finally got him away from Miz and Morrison, and this is what I wanted. So it yeah. is it's, it's it's looking good. I like it. I like it. A lot. Super power right now. He he got the the Latin Grammys and shit. Like yeah. whatever award show that was, he's there. That's yeah. huge. Cause he was with Bad Bunny. That's what I'm saying. That's huge. And that, that's why I like it too, because when Bad Bunny, you know, Bad Bunny coming back at some point. When yeah. he come back, Priest gonna be up there, so that that's gonna make it so much better. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I guess I can say this officially for the first time in my life: my football team has lost to Tom Brady. Oof. I've never been able to say that. Everybody else team's been able to say that. I ain't never been able to say that before, bro. Kind of hurt. Yeah. Not even in college. I think we beat them in college too. He was at Michigan. He done, he done beat all 32. Man. And, and broke the passing record. Yo, this is wild, bro. <laughs> like we, oh, I know he's going to still be playing in four years, so we coming for that ass, too. A.W. <laughs> uh, uh, Adam Cole, Jungle Boy, kicked it off. Uh, that was fire. Um, we also had uh, Daniel Bryan, excuse me, Brian Danielson, muscle memory sorry uh brian danielson uh got a new nickname kenny no balls i like that i like that that was funny i seen people complaining about it because it was like that's such a daniel bryan promo that's not a brian danielson promo i was just like brian danielson promos were trash like he didn't become a good promo until he was daniel bryan he's a good promo now he's a great promo uh Y'all was complaining about this, but y'all love that 69 me Don shit from Kenny Omega. Yeah. Y'all love that shit. Y'all, y'all love, y'all love that whatever Eddie Kingston said a couple weeks ago, redeem these nuts. Y'all love that shit, but y'all don't all, like Kenny No Balls. All the pause stuff in the world, bro. Y'all don't like Kenny No Balls. Come on, man. It's fine. Uh, but then uh these niggas had a 16-man tag team match. And I, that's when I turn it off. Uh, I'm not watching. It's British. absurd. It's absurd. I don't care about the, the gesture or none of that. Y'all had a 16-man tag team match on television, and it was terrible because it was so fucking messy. I don't care if it was to honor Brody Lee in his hometown. Y'all could have did that some other way. Y'all could have had, like, John So Y'all had fucking Sammy Guevara beat Miro for the title. I would have had somebody from the fucking Dark Order beat Miro for the TNT Championship if you wanted to honor Brody. You didn't have to do a 16-man tag team match. That was that was crucial, bro. Uh, 
they, they, they still want to play up that whole like dissension in the group thing. Like that's not. I didn't even me. know that they was. I didn't even yeah. know that that was going down because like, did they ever talk about that on TV? It's like, yeah, yeah. It's this, this, this. Like out of nowhere, it was like Tony Khan got the Dark Order to make up. I was like, they was, they was beefing. Like, I don't know what it's like. It's Evil Uno and it's like uh, Grayson, and it's like they, they just kind of like the half the group is split and they be mm-hmm. beefing with each other like constantly on and off. But it's like that's not that, that whole thing is not doing it for me. Like I. Nah. I'm not caring at all. And then he just, just they just like made the the extra like emotional side to it because you know uh John's wife comes out and Son. you know negative negative one come out there and I don't know. I'm glad I negative one had why. a shirt on today too though. Yeah, yeah. Cause that 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 that's a bad look, even for TNT. Yeah. Um, but no, like I don't I don't understand why Ty Conti. Is is in that conversation and everything. Like that. I know her and Anna Jay are cool, but why are you getting in dark order business? Like right. we got we got we got bigger and better for you. I don't know why you bringing yourself into this shit, but the whole thing, I just I don't care about it. I'm, I'm nah. sorry, I really don't. Like there, there's ways to pay tribute to Brody that don't involve doing this shit. That's just me. Yeah. So yeah, I did not watch the rest of the show for that reason, but. Uh, I did see that they announced for next week a casino ladder match. Winner gets a world championship opportunity. Yeah, I said championship opportunity. Fight me about it. Uh, again, no point for the ranking system. We just doing this. But uh, there is a Joker announced for this match. And uh, I think we know who the Joker may be. Got curly blonde hair, drinks a lot of beer. Oh, maybe. Um, but I I, I want to talk about probably the most memorable moment <laughs> <laughs> from this episode. I saved it for last. Uh, okay, first I'm I'm gonna talk about it, but I I gotta I gotta first uh do this. I gotta I gotta present uh our peasant of the week for this week. I'm packing the edits, guess what? These peasants, few peasants. Peasant of the week for episode 109. TC Fontaine. Uh, I am going to retroactively remove Arn Anderson from the peasants hall. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never given him <laughs> this distinction if I knew he was strapped. <laughs> Arn Anderson? No, no, no. More like armed Anderson. I know y'all have seen that joke several times over the past few days. I don't care. Uh, Lock Anderson. <laughs> I've seen like Nala Rose said something like Brock rhymes with Glock. Right. Oh, my God. Yo, this man uh said and also because this nigga roasted the fuck out of cody during the yes. time too. so like two birds and one stone had yes. one of the greatest lines i've heard if every promo on aw had a bar as hard as that i think that's what aw's promos are missing because like yeah 
WWE promos, they every like depending on who it is, they got a bar in it. Like yeah. R. Anderson had a bar. Like Jake the Snake Roberts had a bar in a promo he had in AEW. Uh, called this man Cody. It, everybody got bars against Cody too. That's the funny part. So like, <laughs> Cody maybe Co- maybe Cody might be goaded because he bring the best out of people on the mic. Uh, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this this man said you a fucking loser. Somebody robbed you. You would let them rob you. Somebody robbed me. I'm pulling out the strap. And putting it to they, he said, I'm putting it to their brains and blowing their brains out. Armed Anderson. Go get the strap. Going crazy. Man. Yo. Bro, he said that I I was hollering like, wait a minute. I did not know Arm was about this life. Like the, I was like, yo, after that. After that whole thing, with you heard about that story with him and Sid got into it, and Sid like started poking them up with scissors and shit. They got they got into some like crazy fight at a. It was after a show. They was both like they uh, Sid was drinking and shit like that, and talking about you know talking about how he was so over and stuff like that. And I was just trying to shut that shit down. Was he? They got into. No, of course not. He, I, know he, he, I know he's a WWE you know, champion, but were you were you yeah, over yeah, like that? Yeah, and then this was WCW. He was so over, like, but he wasn't. He's not over WCW. No, nah, no, nah. but yeah. So they, they 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 had they had it out about that. They get into a fight. Motherfuckers started grabbing scissors and was stabbing the fuck out of each other with them. Okay. Like they was both messed up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting up there. I, I remember remembering that story. I'm like, man, he he got poked up by Sid, and ever since then he'd be carrying that thing on him. So now, like, yo, he just ain't tell nobody. But it's like, listen, if that double H spine buster don't work, I'm going to catch your ass out back. Go get the strap. Pull something on, Pull something on you real quick. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, call your boy Arm Anderson. Pull that block out to your dome. He said, Cody, you ain't about that life, bro. Fucking said, loser. I ain't coaching no fucking loser. Hey, Lee, come with me. At least you fucking listen. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> that shit was gangster. Uh, between that, between that and the look on Cody's face, I was I was uh, Cody had that look like, well, damn. <laughs> I guess I might be a fucking loser. Yeah. Which is true. Co- Cody's been real passive since AEW has existed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he just been been getting that money and just been chilling. Doing reality shows. You watch his show? Nope. You, you you didn't watch Mid and Misses? Hell no. <laughs> that, that, that spin off, that spin off bullshit when they capping like crazy. Nah, nah. Uh, I bet they. I, I want to watch it just for entertainment. I bet they big capping on the show. I'm just afraid. Got I it. can't. I feel like I'm gonna cringe watching it the whole time. I don't want to exactly. do that. Like, I'm gonna get secondhand embarrassment watching this show. But I want to see yep. it for the cap. Like I think I might bear, I'm, I think I might bear with it just for the cap purposes, man. Yeah. Salary cap. Like that's that's the other thing too. It's like I know it's gonna. I'm just gonna watch it and just it's it's it gonna lose me from the jump. I'm just I'm 
I'm not even want to put myself through that shit. Uh, I heard they got like uh, special footage uh, leading up to before he cut that promo. So I, I'll watch it just to see. I heard, I heard, I heard Randy was crying. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got to be shit, me, bro. Yo. This for entertainment purpose. You know, like you watch Miz and Mrs. That yeah. shit's so obviously fake, but it's entertaining. So I, I yeah, know that's like, a good show. Yeah, I, I know. I know this shit probably fake as hell too, but they capping. So I, I'm yeah. interested in seeing it. Um, yeah, I, I, I swear, Brandy was made in the lab. Like those ain't her real parents. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Somebody that's a test tube baby. Those are not her parents, bro. Like they, they just they, they took ownership. The they claim, they claim, yeah, they claim ownership over her. But that's a test too, baby. I don't give a fuck. Her parents her. black. Yeah. But but right, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna I'm I don't want to know anymore. I am gonna find out for myself because <laughs> I want to I want to keep the mystique there until I see it. So mm-hmm. I really want to know why you said that, and I'm very interested. But <laughs> we'll find out later. Uh, but as promised, I gotta. Audit update for y'all uh, for the month of September, because uh, you know almost exclusively white. They are almost exclusively white. Uh, they, they did sign some names in September. Uh, signed Lee Moriarty, um, signed Leo Rush. They announced him, so you know he fake retired. Like I told you, he was on, he wasn't serious about that. Yeah. Um, yep. I seen Darius Lockhart had a match on Dark this past week, but we don't watch Dark, so. As much as I want to see it, I like Darius Lockhart. I support Darius Lockhart. I'm not going to watch Dark. Last time I watched Dark for somebody I supported, I didn't enjoy it. So I'm not going to. Uh, anybody on Dark that I rock with, I will promote it. I ain't going to watch it, though. Uh, but let's get to this, this audit update. Uh, a few episodes ago, I don't remember which one. I'll figure it out. Uh, but I decided to go back and find out how many black wrestlers, not how many, but how many shows, uh, television on Dynamite and now Rampage feature black talent. And I also counted how many of those matches were wins. And, uh, yeah, I just did a lot of fucking math. So I'm going to let you guys know what happened here briefly when I get to my uh, results here. Yeah, technology, it runs slow. You got to stall for stuff, but I got it. Uh, (laughs) For August, when we last left off, uh, we had 47 matches total in 2021 that featured Black talent on television on AEW. Out of those 47 matches, 15 wins total. 15 out of 47. It's not good. That's 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 not good. Um, however, for the month of September, still not good. It's it's still not good. AEW, um, AEW had twelve televised shows in September. Uh, counting both, I'm, I'm counting uh, the buy-in for All Out as well as the actual All Out pay per view itself. So, uh, twelve shows on television: Rampage, Dynamite and uh, all out in the buy-in black talent was featured on 10 of those shows it's huge uh those 10 shows did not include the biggest card that they promoted in the entire month 
at Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's named after a black guy, by the way. Uh, but yeah, they did take some L's on Rampage during uh, during that show, though. Yeah, two L's on Rampage at the Arthur Ashe Stadium. Twelve matches total, four wins for a whopping thirty-three percent win percentage for Black Talent in September. Uh, I'm going to run through the matches and we can just move on. It's kind of shameful. Uh, September 1st, Dynamite, Powerhouse Hobbs gets the victory over Brian Cage. Good. It was starting off good. September 4th, Rampage, Malachi Black defeats uh, Big Shotty Lee Johnson. Okay. It was an all right match. Um, on the buy-in, Private Party lost in a 10-man tag match. At All Out, Itself, uh, there was no black talent featured in any match besides the Casino Battle Royal. Uh, Big Swole, Kiara Hogan, Nyla Rose, and Red Velvet were featured in that. None of them won, as you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, September 8th episode of Dynamite, Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Dante Martin. So uh, it's a win and an L, but I'm just going to count the win. Cause why? Why would I count the L in that? Like a black man still won. I can't help it. They put two black dudes against each other. Somebody got to lose. Not petty yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, September 11th episode of Rampage. Brian Pillman Jr. defeated Max Casters. Another L. <laughs> so uh, so far, we about halfway through the month of September, and Powerhouse Hobbs has the only two wins so far. Uh, September 15th. Shout out to me. September 15th. That's my birthday. Uh, FTR defeated Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. I missed when Dante Martin and Matt Seidel started teaming up because I could have swore they both had their own brothers they team with. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, oh, also man. on this episode of Dynamite, Jay Cargill defeated Layla Hirsch. Uh, we didn't get anybody uh, on Rampage that week. And the next week was the Arthur Ashe show on Dynamite. So it was... Nobody was on there. Uh, September 24th episode of Rampage, CM Punk defeated Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, good match, but yeah, Hobbs lost. Uh, also on the episode, uh, the Inner Circle and the Lucha Brothers defeated uh, the Hardy Family Office, and Isaiah Cassidy took the pin in that eight-man tag team matchup. September 29th episode of Dynamite this past week, <clears throat> uh, Cody Rhodes and Big Shotty Lee Johnson uh, apparently both of them are black depending on who you ask so if you ask cody i'm not gonna get into that lee, lee johnson got credit for the victory they, they beat dante martin that side <laughs> we, we ain't gonna do this shit <laughs> hell no uh and on that same episode we talked about that 16 man tag team matchup uh private party was included in that match on the losing end uh, four wins, 12 matches. The four wins is a year-long high, however. So it is, it is a year-long high with itself <laughs> in June and I want to say in March. I think in March. Yep. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. Pissed maybe me. maybe October we can get five. So I doubt it. Do we get five wins from Black Talent on TV in AEW in October, please? <laughs> Tony, I know some people. I, I, there's some Black wrestlers out here that can get on this show and they can go crazy. 
don't don't even say that because they'll put them on dark and nobody's gonna watch dark. So I'm just saying, we is is there is there a forbidden door still? Like, are are we still having Bullet Club people show up on Dynamite? Because we got a wrestler in Las Vegas who is in the Bullet Club, and he just so happens to be black. First and only black member of the Bullet Club, Chris Bay. Why why Chris Bay can't get on Dynamite? I'm just saying, you know, let him add to that total. Well, I mean, the the door, apparently the door is only one way because, you know, they they all be showing up on Impact. Except, except the the old guys like Suzuki and uh, I forget who the last one was, but those are like the only ones that's going in the opposite direction. Because I mean, with with the, the you know you know it's the the dudes that really really matter in New Japan not coming over to Dynamite. Oh yeah, Tanahashi yeah. not coming over, Okada not coming over, nope, Ibushi not coming over, no. Nope. So I think that's more telling than anything. That they ain't fucking right. New I, Japan send old motherfuckers over there and the like, young motherfuckers. Like uh, Tanahashi did like a thirty second clip on, on what was it? Was it on Dynamite or was it on All Out? It was Dynamite. Yeah, like he does. He did a quick like thirty second little promo. It about was to promote a match that wasn't taking place. <laughs> right. It's like, and it wasn't gonna happen on Dynamite. It was gonna happen on like uh, okay, this the. the, the yeah, yeah. So it's like, what I'm gonna do with that? Yeah. You want you, you just want me to watch strong because I don't I don't do that. Sorry. I, just I can't I can't watch strong anymore. I've finally canceled my New Japan subscription. I've been telling myself all year, like after January, I was like, I'm gonna cancel it. But like, I I'll be watching it sometimes, and then I realize the last three months I have not loaded that app at all, and it's been charging me. So I was like, it's a waste of money. I'm just paying for something I ain't watching. I'll get it back in January. Don't worry. <laughs> you know how I do. Uh, let's talk about SmackDown, man. Uh, so we got the uh, the draft kicked off. We already talked about the draft. But uh, one person was not eligible for the draft. And that man is the beast, Brock Lesnar, or uh, as I call him, steroid Scott Frost. I, I, was, watching a, I was watching a Nebraska uh, press conference with Scott Frost last night. And I was like, God damn, this dude looks like Brock. <laughs> so, yeah, Sierra Scott Frost uh, is a free agent. And uh, Roman Reigns found that out. And he was just like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you going to make sure my cousins get drafted, right? So you got pool like that. You got clout. Just be getting motherfuckers. Out the, out the draft pool and shit. You got clout like that. You can get my cousins over to SmackDown. You know they going to roll. Um, <laughs> no, that's happening. Uh, but Paul Heyman uh, is going to be left for dead because of it. So Roman's word is not mine. Bro. The thing, I, don't, I don't ever want to hear nobody say that Paul is not committed and like doesn't give 110 in every time he's on camera. This man was boohooing on TV. <laughs> like, for real. It's like, you remember, I saw somebody made a meme about it. You remember when you, like, you got the bad, terrible report card, you had to come home in the house, and you had to fake like you didn't have it. Like, oh, everybody got their report card but you. It's like, listen, I don't know what happened. Oh, what happened? Oh, got it. Like, that, that was Paul, bro. That was Paul sitting there, like... 
He about to get he about to get it so bad. He about to get the the new jack treatment when dude came, he came out to go get his bro on on that on that roof. He was like, "Listen, got with a tear in my eye, but I'm about to I'm about to put you down, bro. It's going to have to happen." Am I my advocate's keeper? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I my special counsel's keeper? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Uh, also, no we got a. We saw last week. Uh, Happy Corbin, my guy, Baron Corbin. <laughs> Hold on, man. I got more jokes. I got. I got a joke. I'm about to tell here in a second. So you got to be engaged. Uh, Riddick Moss hopped over the barrier and everybody thought it was a fan because Riddick Moss blends in. <laughs> if Riddick Moss wasn't buff as fuck, he would blend in. Uh, yeah. But uh, Riddick Moss got a, a gimmick change or a gimmick tweak, however. Uh, new name, Madcap Moss. Madcap is what I say whenever I see a journalist tweet on Twitter about something on wrestling. It's Madcap. I'll pop for Michael Cole calling the end of days happy days though. No. Like that, that, that got a laugh out of me. That got a big, loud, hearty chuckle that's gonna, out of my belly. That's gonna take the sting out of it for me. But uh don't, don't call it that all the time, but it was just funny for that one time. I would say Michael Cole, Michael Cole be having some classic calls. I don't care. Y'all disrespect this man a lot. <laughs> Listen, like, he do have some classic calls. That, he that, classic happy wonders. days, top twenty-five. Oh my god! I, All I, I know is it's being fair. Twenty-five. That's being fair. Come on. I mean, maybe if I think about it, I gotta, I gotta, gotta go back and look over all, all the, the, the calls that he's had, but. I, I, I won't say no to that. I won't say no to that. All I know is Mad Cat Moss sound like a damn cartoon character. No, my, my, I don't know who, who came do. up with that shit for him. <laughs> I like I like this shit. He just fucking laugh all the time. Like he just goofy. That shit weird, but it's like and that and that and that don't help it neither. Folks gotta pay their dues <laughs> somehow. So this is how he paying his dues. They probably he he he. Wrestlers do what they got to do to get on television, bro. Like, I don't think folks yeah. understand this. I, look, I, I, I ain't mad at him. No, I'm not mad at all. Do what you, you got to do. That's, <laughs> I like that madcap stuff. Bro. Hey, Michael Cole had a classic call last week, though. Uh, remember when, like, the table just broke? Oh my like, God. the table just gave out? Yeah. <laughs> and Pat McAfee said... <laughs> It probably gave out because my fat ass was standing on it earlier. Oh, Michael Cole just, <laughs> without thinking about it, he was like, yeah, probably. And just kept calling the rest of the match. Like, he just say what he said. Like, Michael Cole got some shit, bro. Like, y'all y'all be sleep on this man. I'll be listening. That's my guy. Cole, uh, he's savage. The kids don't always show it. No. Like, it, it's out there. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it'd be obvious if you pay attention. But I don't think people pay attention that much. Like, I think people just got so conditioned to hearing Michael Cole, they kind of tune out. Like, I'll be listening, though. Like, I like commentary interactions. And this, Michael Cole admitted it himself. And it's obvious, like, he's very, a lot of renewed energy at that booth. So, I like it. Um, one last thing I want to talk about on SmackDown. 
Seth Reed Rollins. <laughs> Seth, 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 Seth. <sighs> Niggas is wildin'. Bro. <laughs> this man went to Edge and Beth Phoenix's house. Oh. He lured Edge to SmackDown in Baltimore. Edge and Beth live in North Carolina. If I'm not mistaken. That's not that's not close. Like Edge can't just like drive 20 minutes and get back home. Nah. This man Seth went in his crib, bro. The door was unlocked. Because of course the door is unlocked. Edge and Beth live in a fucking remote area. They don't need to lock their doors when like. I guess that's what people do when they live in remote areas. They don't lock their doors. They probably should if folks is easily getting on their property like that. Maybe they should get like a fence or a gate around it or something. I don't know. But this man, Seth, went in his crib. He went in their crib. Went in the man's fridge. He went in his refrigerator. Took his OJ. Took his OJ. Drank it out the bottle with his feet on his kitchen table. Bro. Then, then, then he he, he grabbed one of edges. Edge and Beth, they live on a they live on their own property. They probably got their own plants and, and they probably grow their own fruits and vegetables. Seth Rollins was eating Edge and Beth Phoenix's homegrown apples out of their kitchen with his feet up on their coffee table. With the picture of a family right behind him. He sat up there. He washed down the apple with some orange juice. <laughs> like, if, if breaking in their house wasn't egregious enough, he washed down the apple with orange juice. Like, that is just beyond. Straight out the bottle. And then, then, then he looks over and sees the girls' little art, you know, drawing Their stuff book like bags. that. And just shit talk. All of that, he's like, "Oh man, I know they're kids, but that's terrible." <laughs> like, sir, what? That's what we do now. And, and the worst part, the worst part, he goes over to the couch. Mm. He putting his feet up on that. Mm. He turning that man's fireplace on, Bruh. Bruh, I, I I got no words for this, man. I got no words for this. This is this is audacity if I've ever seen it. Like. Edge about to wrestle his first Saudi show, but that check is going to be worth the ass whooping he about to hand up. <laughs> oh, man. Like, oh, this check is nice. I'm yeah. Whoop this nigga ass, though. Like, you Boy. With my daughter. Like, what if my daughter and my wife were there and I wasn't there? And this man, Edge, ran backstage like he was about to, like, bro, you ain't about to get back home that fast, bro. Nah, you really not. <laughs> I don't know. Where I, like, you thought you I, I like the I like the nod to they have a little like AEW crossover too. He said, I'm calling David and Daniel, which are the real names of FTR, because they actually oh, they actually shit. Live, they actually live close to them too. So I did not know that's sense. who he was talking about, bro. Yeah. I just it's, thought it's it was some random ass people like. Yeah. It, it, it took me a minute when he first said I'm like, who the hell is that? Because uh because Cash Wheeler helped him uh train to come back. Yeah, they look they look mad close to him. Yeah. So and I was, I'm like, who the hell is Daniel? When I looked up, I'm like, oh, that's right. 
they live mad close. I'm like, that makes perfect sense. But nah, man, that this 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 man got some real, real audacity. But at the same time, it's like I kind of like it because he's he said he said a couple of weeks ago, it's like I gotta be you, I gotta be Edge. Go back 15 years, Edge went up to Boston, yep. pulled up in John Cena's crib when his father was in the house, was stepping all on this nigga bed and in his closet and all this other stuff. Slapped his father on the way out the door, like he going, hey. <laughs> going after that man's that bag that right up. now. Now that you brought that up, you you remember? I don't remember what documentary it was. I think I think it was like a untold, like TLC untold between uh, John Cena and Edge. Yep, and they, and they interviewed John Cena dad, and they showed oh. the outtakes for it. Yeah. That this man, man was trying to win an Oscar. That I swore <laughs> that man was going in for no reason. Yo, John, like, John Cena dad, like, look at, you see how John Cena act? I see yeah. where he get that shit from. Like, the way his dad was acting, his dad goofy as fuck, bro. Oh, my goodness. Like, this man. Like, it's a goofy old doing? white man. The, sec- the second I heard him say the term vaudevillian, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You, you from a whole different time, sir. Now all all of the shit you're doing right now makes oh, a whole Lord. lot more sense. Like, what the oh, hell Lord. is you on right now? <laughs> you got to get out of here with that. Oh man. Cause that because Ed's come back, and it's like and John asked him how it went. He's like, well, we shot it, you know, but you're dead. <laughs> he just left it at that. He's like, Yeah, I got you. I got it. I know what it is. Like, damn, bro. When Vince tells you this shit is terrible, you know it's bad. He's like, it's the worst fucking thing you've ever shot. And they made the most out of it, though. Oh, man. And it, it's the month worked. of October, yo. It worked. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's the month it's of the be- October. It's the best month of the year. Best month of the year. My birthday is on it? Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Big shout out to Reed. Birthday coming up this week. <laughs> bars. Oh, that was bars. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean to do that. You ever just drop some bars on accident? Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. Fire. That that feeling just great. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like man. that. Hey man, yeah. I don't got nothing else to talk about. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't watch Rampage or nothing like that. So. Nah, I, I, I probably won't ever watch Rampage again. Why? And it's just nothing, nothing just is appealing to me. Like I can, I can watch like highlights on YouTube. I do not. Cause after, after watching SmackDown for two hours, like I can't watch it. Like I already watched three hours of wrestling on Mondays. I can't do that. I can't end my week on three hours of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true. It's not a pay-per-view. Like if it's a pay-per-view, that's different. Yeah. But like we already got three hours of raw. I don't like, I don't want to watch SmackDown and SmackDown, my favorite show of the week. And I got to turn on Rampage and Rampage is probably only going to be good the first 20 minutes because they put all that good shit in the first 20 minutes of the show. Yeah. I don't have, I don't, there's nothing else on the rest of the show that appeals to me. I can watch what happened in the first 20 minutes on YouTube and I've been kind of doing that. I need to check out uh, Brian and Nick Jackson. Is that match that match happened on Rampage this past week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like I, the only thing I was caring about. 
Yeah, I, I don't give a fuck about the Young Bucks, but it's, it's Brian Danielson. I'll, I'll watch him all day. He, he is slowly but rapidly climbing up my GOAT list, like my, my official GOAT list. And uh, of course he the GOAT, man. Look who trained him, yo. Like the real GOAT trained him, but he might pass up the GOAT GOAT potentially. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, IMTC Fontaine, the thespian with Ravishing Reek Rude here. Plug your social, sir. It's the month of October. Uh, we got some spooky stuff coming up. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So y'all can find me at Recavery24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Go check out the Havoc Hour on all the streaming platforms that you listen to Young Kings Wrestling. Also, if you're looking for the video, which is more entertaining, so you should go watch it anyway. You can go on YouTube to find it. So this month is going to be starting up something new. Uh, I'm not going to get into too much detail. It's just going to be something fresh. It's going to be something uh, new and inventive that I thought up of with uh, our guy, the warden Matt Ritter of the Smacking the Raw podcast, number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Uh, we're going to get into some, some some more horror movies and stuff like that. And uh, my guy TC is going to be on there too because we're going to be talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, but I got a new format. I got a new format and we're going to be talking about it. And some other movies that we're going to cover too. Uh, you know, Candyman came out recently, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, Damn, seen Kills. That, Yo, it's, it's good, bro. You got to see that. You got to see it. Uh, new Halloween is coming out in about two weeks. So got that coming out. I'm looking for some people to talk sports because as we talked about before, football's in full swing. I think the first quarter is about to end after tomorrow. Yep. So yeah, that, that, that was fast as hell. So going to give a little quick review of how the season is going so far. Basketball is just around the corner. Training camp started last week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and we finally getting, hopefully, God willing, that Wilder Fury fight coming up. So it's going to be a lot Saturday. to talk about. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to be a I, lot to talk about. I, 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 I'm glad you said that because I almost forgot. Uh, I think I want to, you know, I'm not hoping. I'm kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping. Don't do it. What? So, so, so something going to happen last minute? No, 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 no. I wasn't going to say that. Uh, oh. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I, I've, been, I've been watching Deontay Wilder for, for a while now, a few years now. And um, one thing about Deontay Wilder that I, I really, like, really resonated with me, besides the fact that he's just so authentic as a, as a Black man, the fact that this man is so unapologetic about his intentions of wanting to kill somebody in the middle of a match. <laughs> I love that. And now he has an entirely justifiable reason to kill somebody this, this upcoming Saturday. And uh, I, we, 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 may, we may be seeing uh, that graphic at the beginning of Monday Night Raw next week. For a, a former competitor in WWE <laughs> and their demise, you gotta chill, bro. <laughs> it's possible. It, it's possible that we we may be seeing that they they might be they might be having to honor that man, especially with the anniversary of uh, his only match in WWE coming up. Uh, I, I have another joke that I'm going to tell Reek when we get off the of air about Tyson. <laughs> so. 
Yeah. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to plug my socials. Uh, I'm the Thespian TC Fontaine. You can follow me on Instagram at tc.fontaine, on Twitter at tcfontaine. And of course, follow Young Kings Wrestling at YK Wrestling everywhere on social media, except Instagram. It is YK Wrestling underscore. Uh, it is not the same as everything else because Instagram are full of some hoes. Like artificial hoes. Like they bots just the tech bullshit and they have no real holes to get in contact with to get your page back. So why can't you pipe in some bitches? Pipe in some bitches, Instagram. <laughs> Facts. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, episode 109, Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. We are out of here. Oh.